Chapter Twenty Four of Buster Bear's Twins. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Buster Bear's Twins by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Twenty Four. Boxer starts out to get even. Wait a minute. Count the cost. Wasted time is time that's lost. Mother Bear Boxer lay curled up in a corner of the bedroom under the great windfall, and there he sulked and sulked and sulked, and tried to make himself believe that he was the worst-treated little bear in all the great world. But sulking all alone isn't any fun at all. No one can truly enjoy being sulky, with no one to see it. So in spite of himself, Boxer was soon wondering what Woof Woof and Mother Bear were doing. He had seen them start off toward the Laughing Brook, and though he wouldn't own up to it, even to himself, he wished that he was with them. He dearly loved to play along the Laughing Brook. When he could stand it no longer, Boxer stole out to the entrance and poked his head out from under the great windfall. There he stood for the longest time, looking, listening, smelling. Everything looked just as usual. There were no strange sounds. The merry little breezes brought him no new smells. There were no signs of Mother Bear and Woof Woof. He didn't know whether they had gone up the Laughing Brook or down the Laughing Brook. He tried to pretend that he didn't care where they were or what they were doing, but he didn't succeed. You know it isn't often you can really and truly fool yourself. You can fool other people, but not yourself. So after a while, Boxer gave up trying to pretend he didn't care. And then sulkiness gave way to temper, bad temper. I, I, I'll go way, way off in the great world and never come back. Then I guess Mother Bear and Woof Woof will be sorry and wish they had been good to me, muttered Boxer. He stood up for an instant to look and listen. Then that silly little bear scampered off as fast as he could go, without paying any attention at all to his direction. His one thought was to get as far as possible from the great windfall before Mother Bear should return. He would show Mother Bear that he was too big to be spanked and sent to bed. He would show Woof Woof that he could take care of himself and didn't need to tag along after Mother Bear. So Boxer ran and ran till his little legs grew tired. The only use he made of his eyes was to keep looking behind him to see if Mother Bear was after him. Not once did he use them to take note of the way in which he was going. So it was that when at last he stopped, because his legs ached and he was out of breath, Boxer was as completely lost as a little bear could be. He didn't know it then. But he was. He was to find it out later. Now, said Boxer, talking to himself as he rested, I guess Mother Bear will be sorry she spanked me. 
and I guess Woof Woof will wish she hadn't laughed at me and made fun of me. Maybe they'll be so sorry they'll cry. If they come to look for me, I'll hide where they won't ever find me. Then they'll be sorrier than ever, and I'll be even with them. I won't go home until I am as big as my father, Buster Bear. Then I guess they'll treat me nice. So Boxer rested and planned the wonderful things he would do out in the great world, and was glad he had run away from home. You see, it was very pleasant there in the green forest. And after all, if he really wanted to, he could go back home. That is what he thought anyway. You see, he hadn't the least idea yet that he was lost. End of chapter 24 Recording by John Brandon